So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring a very special guest onto the show again. And more importantly, one of my best friends, Dr. Joseph Skoogie. He is a doctor of physical therapy and the co-founder of a multi-six-figure online business, Pre-PT Grind, where he helps pre-PTs get into PT school without wasting time or money. Joseph, my friend. Her. What's up again, man? It's it's great, yeah. great chatting with you again. It feels oh, like it. it feels like it was yesterday. It does, or or today. <laughs> today, <it> does. <laughs> oh man, um, appreciate you having me on, brother. Absolutely, man, absolutely. So, I would love for those that don't know who you are, who missed the first episode where we got to chat for a little bit. Um, I want to dive in deeper today, and I I think it's so it's going to be an awesome episode. Number one, because you're amazing, and number two, uh, because there's a lot of people out there that have ideas for types of businesses that they want and would love to start, um, but they might have some resistance, some limiting beliefs as to what they can actually do as a physical therapist or as an occupational therapist or dietitian. And you've been able to, you've been able to prove that you can go in whichever direction, right. And be, you know, quote unquote, outside the box. And number one, everything is okay. And be extremely successful doing it and very fulfilled. So you're going to inspire a ton of healthcare business owners, new entrepreneurs, and also pre PTs and student PTs who are listening to this, who are like, man, what does Joseph think about me actually having a business or a side hustle while in school? Well, we're going to find out today. So Joseph, uh, can you share with everyone a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Oh, man, appreciate you once again, Javi, for having me on here, man. This is amazing. So uh, as I said in the first, uh, the previous episode that I was on, I was born in Kenya, Kenyan, born in Nairobi, Kenya, beautiful, beautiful country. Go check it out at some point uh, after, you know, COVID travel stuff is lifted. Anyway, but came to the U.S. at a young age at six years old. And one of the things that I said in the previous episode that I do want to restate again is the perspective, the perspective that came with. I love being from Kenya. I also love living in the United States and fully recognize that there's some benefits that a lot of people fail to tap into of living here in the U.S. And it's the ability to basically create whatever you want, right? I know sometimes that sounds very fluffy, very inflated, but it's it's so true in the sense that, you know, ideas becoming tangible projects that can become tangible businesses that can become tangible services and, you know, help tons of people. And that's one thing that we've just seen in reality. And um, not every country in the world can do that. So many can, but not everyone can. And so, 
I, I think sometimes we fail to realize that we have so much opportunity. And so that's one of my biggest things. And um, it really led to kind of how my story's laid out, you know, as a physical therapy student, as a pre-PT, figuring out about PT by accident, like I said, in episode one, and, you know, basically showing up to a room and uh, being like, yo, that physical therapist gets paid to do that. That's what PTs do. And basically having that be the eye-opening moment that's that showed me that, yo, like, I actually want to do this. Like, I actually want to serve people through this profession. And, um, you know, then later realizing that a lot of the guidance that students were getting was poor, right? like it wasn't helpful. You know, a lot of students were being told, like five of my buddies in sophomore year were told by our advisor, the same advisor that I had, that they were told, hey, listen, uh, just don't even pursue physical therapy anymore because it's not, it's not cut out for you. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out because your, your grades are too low or whatever other reasons. And, you know, I later realized that a lot of other students in other campuses all around the country were also being told similar things. And um, something about the idea of another individual basically snatching your dream away from you just did not sit well with me. So um, it just led us to get innovative and say, like, what were things that were working for us, right? Like, you know, questions that we were asking other students and whatnot. And it, you know, led us to create a nice program there on our campus. The idea of it was just to help students avoid being misguided. But that, that, that was it. We called it the Pre-PT Success Program uh, until it started working, <laughs> you know, until it started getting students into school and get, getting them redirected and giving them direction as to how to deal with classes and you know, how to prepare for PT cast and all this stuff. And by the time I was finishing up PT school, we were still running it, basically decided that, you know, we either end it or we figure out a way to serve more people with it, because this is a problem that a lot of people had. And uh, we met Greg Todd, who is our mutual mentor, and he showed us how to take it online. And since then, it's just been, uh, you know, an amazing journey and an amazing process, just figuring out how to serve people online. And, uh, you know, the platform is now called Pre-PT Grind, of course. And that program we started back then is now called The Accepted System. And it's been an absolute phenomenal process of just seeing what an idea can turn into, but also how amazing it is to have the opportunity to be able to take ideas and nurture them into something absolutely amazing. So I hope that kind of answered it a little bit. That answered the question perfectly. Um, no, I think I think that's that's I mean, every time I hear the story, I'm like, it's just <laughs> you were you were literally called like from before you even knew that it was a possibility to make this uh, number one program in a company that helps so many people, so many pre-PTs uh, to also an extremely successful business. Right. Which I think is just it's just mind blowing. And I'm sure at the time, maybe not, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but you had no idea like that this was even a possibility. Like, oh, absolutely not. No. OK. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. So what was what was that like that that switch that went off when you realized, wait a second, like this is actually something that we can continue doing and something that we can um, build a career out of. Right. Was it, I don't know, we, we, we shared mutual mentor and Greg Todd. Was yeah. it that? What, what, what was it? Yeah, yes and yes, actually. So, <laughs> so, like that. so, so, so in late 2016, my now business partner, Casey Coleman, had been one of Greg Todd's students in his uh, Smart Success PT program at the time is what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and Casey basically started talking to me about this Greg guy and how, you know, he's the one that planted the, the idea. Hey, like, what if this guy can help us? take this thing online. And he started planting these seeds and ideas. I was still doing my rotation. I think I was driving back and forth from um, Ohio to Michigan occasionally, right? And meeting up with Casey. And 
I actually remember uh, starting to listen to Greg's videos. And then it, you know, I started listening to Eric Thomas and all these other people. And I remember there, there was like it was somewhere in November, December, where I just got super, super excited. I was in my second of my last four rotations in PT school. And I remember just having this one day where I was like, yo, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't even know how this thing works. But just the idea that it was possible to do something that was way beyond anything I had ever been taught was feasible just created this excitement. Like I was excited the last half, like the last maybe three, four weeks of that rotation just because of that. And I kept absorbing all of this stuff, like podcast episodes, this, that, and the other. And so by the time January 2017 came, and that's the first time I spoke with Greg and I had joined his program, I was just so like excited. I had no idea what I was doing, I but I knew that somebody did. And I, it, what's weird about it, <laughs> and it's funny now, but from that moment, everything that has happened now became very like almost like it had happened. Like, and, and I don't know how to explain it, but like now that I look back, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I, I really was super, super like we were so early in the game. We were just like, like, but but for some reason, I think the idea of just knowing that something was possible. And knowing that someone had a roadmap to getting there just created this belief. And I, I honestly was like, yo, it's done deal. Like, I remember conversations Casey and I were having April of 2017. Like, we hadn't even become an LLC yet. And we were like, yo, like, how big do we want this to get? Oh, my goodness. We can see this. We can see this. And, you know, a lot of those things that we were envisioning are actually happening right now. But when we were thinking about them, we literally believed, like, it was tangible. Like, every action we did was like, yo, like, it's coming. It's coming. And... Um, and I think from that point up, up until now, I think it's just been surreal and unreal to realize how powerful it is to recognize that your understanding of what's feasible and then just accepting it as fact, as if it's already done, what that has the ability to do to you and what that has the ability to empower you to step into. And then after all those feelings, then we learned how to do it, started figuring it out from scratch and all that stuff. But we just knew it was coming. Like even now, as we're talking, like we have dreams that we still are working towards that we've basically for the past four years have just accepted that that that's what's going to happen. Right. And so it's just, it's just powerful when you think of it that way, but that's my answer. I don't even know if I went off the, off the rails, but that's the answer I'm giving you. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, that that's incredible. And I, and you know, I, number one, super thankful for you allowing me to, you know, when we, when I first moved here to Tampa Bay, to do the business residency at Renewal Rehabilitation with Greg Todd. And, uh, and that was an, an amazing experience in itself, being able to work with you and uh, stay with stay at your apartment for the first couple months as I was kind of bringing everything over. Uh, even then, man, like your confidence and certainty and like, this is what's happening. Look at the breakdown, right? And it was, just, you were just starting off too, but I saw you hustling, dude. I was so inspired by your work ethic. I thought I worked hard and I'm like, dude, this guy does not stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> and of course that was in the beginning. So working full time, like growing the business. And, um, and I just, I was fascinated by it, right? Like you're there in, whether it was the same, the living room or the room next, uh, or your actual um, bedroom and you're there grinding and I'm knocked out by like 10 o'clock, you're doing your live stream. You're like, you're thinking, how the heck does this guy like nap while I'm out here screaming and I'm like knocked out. Like how the heck is this guy still working yeah. at like 11 I, o'clock at night? I remember doing a training, like I was recording a training but it was like a pre-recorded one. And I remember like looking to my left and you were like asleep 
like just knocked out cold. And I'm here like, I'm recording, but nobody knows that Javi's like, like five feet away, half asleep. Well, at, no, very, very much asleep. But, but yeah, man, you know, it's, it, it's crazy because I actually see the same in you, bro. Like, and I've told you that many times. I, I'm like, yo, Javi's probably one of the hardest working people, you know, I'm around, but, but I guess it speaks to the environment you're in, right? Who you're around starts to, you know, allow you to tap into, you know, a lot of those qualities. And I think we pulled that from each other. So, uh, so I love it. Yeah, man. No, it's, it, it really does. That's a key piece there. It's the environment that you're in like that. That is a total game changer. I think we've, we've both been blessed by, you know, the opportunities that we've been given and it's just so cool to see, like it's been, you know, back in 2017. So four years now, since we first met at the live event, Smart Success PTs now, uh, SSHC. And it's just so cool to see what's happened over the past four years and super appreciative of everything that, you know, we've gone through together that I've learned from you and, and uh, having you as a friend. So good, good stuff, man. I, um, I'm curious. So like, I, obviously we know the value that having a mentor and a coach has brought to our lives. And I feel like a lot of people hear it like time and time again, oh yeah, have a mentor, have a coach. Um, but I'd love to know, like from your perspective, like why, you know, being a coach and having coaches, why do you feel like it's a, a very important part of anyone's life to have someone there guiding you to get to where you want to get to? Wow. So I can only speak from personal experience. Um, I think the first thing is belief. Like we have to go back to belief, right? Because information is everywhere. You know, I think if we just said it's someone that can teach you all this information, that information is already out there. Um, if you know how to use the internet, you can access it, right? The difference is many people don't actually put it to work. Like I, I used to say, let me see if I have a book around me right now, but I, don't know, I have multiple books in my office, but they're too far to reach. But like, yo, Javi, you and I know, man, like we have books that we read and we're reading them. And I'm like, this is like, like super valuable. Like, financially like oh my goodness in the right hands this is gold right and then you look at the back of the book and it's like priced at 19.97 and i'm like wait a minute like how is it that something can be so cheap yet be so valuable well it's the reason mainly because 98% of the people aren't going to use it they might read it but they won't actually do anything with it so so knowledge is there and i think we lie to ourselves by thinking that we don't know enough and the honest truth is you might or you might not. But at the end of the day, having someone that has done it creates belief because one of the reasons why we don't act on something is because we don't believe we can actually attain it, right? And so if I don't believe I can attain it, then my beliefs always reveal the reality of where I'm going. So if I believe that it's possible, then my actions are going to reflect that. If I believe that it's, it's flighty or if I believe that the author just had an advantage that I do not have, I'm not going to do anything about it, which means that I'm going to stay stuck where I'm at and I'll stay stuck complaining about the results I'm not getting, right? And so having a mentor creates belief. It's someone that's already done it. Two, a mentor allows you to kind of cut the BS, kind of get through all the filter, all the stuff that's allowing you to self-sabotage. That's the second thing. The third thing is fast track speed. Just a lot of the things that they've made a lot of mistakes or they know people that have made mistakes. And so they're able to kind of help you avoid a lot of those, right? It's like, hey, hey, this is what happens in this. Boom, just try that, you know, like try this method. And they're basically kind of helping you fly through a lot of those errors faster so that you can make your own mistakes, right? Like they're basically helping you not make, not redo their mistakes. So you're saving a lot of time. 
so that you can have a chance to, you know, learn from your own mistakes, which are brand new. And I think that's a beautiful thing because obviously mistakes are part of learning. But at the same time, imagine how much time you and I would have wasted, Javi, if we hadn't learned the stuff that we were learning. In fact, knowing ourselves, we would have probably just quit. <laughs> we would have been like, you know what? This isn't working. And so because we didn't have the belief, we didn't have the clarity, now all of a sudden I feel like I'm all over the place and I'm going to pull the plug. And I, you know, I've heard stories of people that were entrepreneurs. I tried being an entrepreneur for two or three years and tried it on my own, didn't work out. So I quit, you know, or, or my dad used to be an entrepreneur. That was the same, you know, like all those things are, are so common. And I think that those are some of the key things that I would say in, uh, in a mentor and, and why that's so significant if you want to basically jump like jump way over a lot of the things that, you know, hold us back. Um, a mentor helps you do it because of those reasons and more, but those are the ones that jumped in my head at the moment. Yeah, that's gold guys. Like take notes on that. And I, I forgot the percentage of people who, who actually buy a book, but don't even read past like the first five pages. And it's, it's very high percentage, right? And it just goes to show it. It's, it's information, like you said, is everywhere. So if you need more, if you are looking for more information, like don't hire a coach or mentor, but also don't expect to get results or move forward anywhere fast for most people. It's very hard to do it on your own. So that, that, that I'm not going to add anything else to that. Cause that was awesome. So sp- speaking about speaking about mistakes, right? Cause I know for me, and like you said, like we were able to probably avoid a lot of mistakes um, that a lot of people who don't have that guidance end up making. But at the same time, I know for my personal experience, like mistakes still happen. And I, I have trouble asking what the biggest failure is that you've experienced because in my head like a failure is just an opportunity for massive growth and to learn from it and to not do it again and to see hey this worked this didn't work cool let's keep on moving forward however if we had to call it a failure what has been your biggest failure from your perspective and what did you learn from it whoa um i would probably say I don't know if I can say like one instance because it's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would probably say two things. The first one was back in 2018. And um, the failure, I guess, was basically acting like a CEO before I needed to, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, I think acting like, hey, we hit cruise control, we got some followers. The rest are just going to kind of find us. Let's just run a few ads. And you, you basically kind of get to the point where, where you think you're a lot further ahead than you really are. And you start to stagnate very quickly. And that stifled us a lot. And that year was also just not very profitable because of that reason. I'd say that's the first one. The, the, and, and I could get into details, numbers and all that stuff if you wanted to. But um, the second one would have to be any time that I have taken my assumptions about what I want to happen and just assume that it'll just kind of take care of itself or just assume that if I just kind of go into cruise control, things are just going to kind of work out. Um, and, and those assumptions about like, say like, because it's not really a failure. It's, it's, it's just more of like a, Hey, I, I want to have this many clients in this period of time. And then I just, I kind of let the assumption just stay that, just an assumption. Um, and, and I just kind of, you know, kept kind of assuming that things will just kind of work themselves out instead of, you know, getting back in the, you know, in the roots of things and, you know, talking to people, 
like seeing what people's problems were and basically trying to max out every single time. I guess that's probably what it is. Like times when I kind of went into cruise control because I knew how to manipulate everything. Right. And I talked about this with our mentor last week, actually. Um, it's moments where I've basically become an operator rather than understanding where people were at and trying to basically maximize the ways in which we serve people. Right. So um, like when we do releases of our coaching program, when we provide other services, times where my business partner and I and our team have basically said, we're going all out. Like we just know that there's a lot of people out there that need our help. We're about to do everything in our power. Times we've done that, we've had multi six figure weeks, right? So like, and in, then in, in times where we've done the opposite, we've also kind of seen that on the financial, because we're talking business, right? Like on the financial standpoint, we've seen like, whoa, like that didn't go the way we wanted it to. Well, it's because we became operators. We weren't necessarily like pushing to serve as many people as possible. And so anytime that I have not basically pushed I've seen it, you know, I guess you could call it a quote unquote failure, but eh, it's just learning. Right. And then we, you know, quickly realize, oh yeah, that's why. Um, and so um, those are my two answers. And I think anything within those two answers is where you'll find all the details of moments that I felt like quote unquote, like I failed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting, man. Like I feel, you know, everyone, and it, it wasn't always like this for sure, but I think a lot of the, a lot of our friends at, at this point, like we, we kind of see failure a little bit differently, right. Where as um, most people, and if, and if this is you like listening to the show, like it's okay. Right. But just know that that, that has to switch in order for you to have joy in your everyday. Cause like you're going to quote unquote fail, like it's going to happen. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to get frustrated. Um, but it's what you do with those failures that, that really allows you to move forward and, and ultimately achieve, you know, the goals that you've set out for yourself. So, um, that that's big, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. What I would love to know. So on the other side of the spectrum, can you share a big, I would love to know a big personal win um, that you've had maybe in the last month, if it's been a little bit longer, that's totally cool. And then a, a, a big uh, business win, I think would be cool to hear. Personal win, <laughs> at this point, it's always going to be family related. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, personal win would be um, basically, uh, you know, a lot more time uh, and being able to uh, put ourselves in a position to where my wife doesn't have to work like a full-time job if she doesn't want to anymore. And, you know, being able to be present with our now almost seven month old son, as we're recording this, I, I'd say personal win that, that that's it. Like whatever we do outside of that basically is supposed to feed that, right. It's supposed to give us more time together because the kid's growing. Like I think as of today, he has like a little tooth that's about to, you know, <laughs> to start, starting to break through. It's like, it's the little moments. Right. And so uh, being able to be present for all those, I think that would be, Personal win would have to be within that. Business, we've had a number, man. Um, you know, I think wins in regards to, you know, we've had financial wins, of course. Like, you know, um, those were a byproduct of what I was saying before, right? Just, you know, pushing the agenda. Um, I think, you know, at, at the point we're talking about right now, there's a lot of innovation. Like, we're in a very innovative stage. So wins in the sense that we're still enjoy what we do to the point where we actually still want to create stuff for it. Right. It's not, you know, it's not boring. Um, and so I think that's a huge win because you can, you can have a business that's serving you financially, but if you stagnate, it sucks. Like it sucks to not feel like 
because there's a certain part of us that thrives off of the creation element of it, the serving element of it, right? It kind of, it, it allows us to feel fulfilled, right? Whether it's as a PT or as a coach or whatnot. Uh, and so being in a state of like profound levels of innovation right now, as we speak, is so cool. Like it's, it's work, uh, but it's so exciting and I'm loving every bit of it, man. And so um, those I would say are, are the two. That's major, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, uh, we're, yeah, man, no, for sure. Um, I, I just love, you know, ultimately, and we, we kind of share the same values uh, when it comes to family, but I think it's so powerful because ultimately, like what you mentioned, right, that everything that we're doing in the career and the business, it all, it all is for that one reason, right? It's, it's all for, for the family and being able to spend as much time with them as possible uh, and be able to serve them at, at the highest level in whatever way that looks like for, you know, for different people. But I think it's keeping that because a lot of people say it, but it's so easy uh, to forget about it. And, and, to, and ultimately, like at some point you're going to burn out. And if we don't have all the areas in life, um, you know, and, and we're not working on those different areas daily, we forget what we're working for and we end up not hitting our goals. Or if we do hit our goals, we're not happy at the end of it. Right. Cause uh, I think Tony Robbins says like success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. So uh, we have to be fulfilled in everything that we do. And uh, I think that's, that's uh, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. So awesome, man. We're, we're nearing the end of the episode. Want to respect your time. Do you have any advice or words of wisdom for healthcare experts who are looking to start their own uh, side hustle or business or who are already in the thick of it, but they're feeling kind of stuck. Like I know those are two different types of people there in where they're at, but I think a piece of advice for both of them would be great. Uh, and one last thing, I know this is a loaded question uh, for pre PTs who are getting into, into uh, PT school or those who already tar- started PT school would you recommend that they start a side hustle or business and why? So I'll let you start with that big question <laughs> and I'm looking forward to hearing your answer. <laughs> Let's see what I say. So for first group is individuals who are considering or starting their, 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 their journey within business. Um, you know, I'll, I'll start with what I said during the previous episode, which is focus on what's right in front of you, right? Focus on like what's immediately there, right? Focus on what problems are there, right? I think the the makings of an amazing business is the realization of a real intangible problem, right? Because those are the people that are going to pay you to solve it, right? (laughs) And so what's in front of me? And can I focus on that? Can I put all my efforts into mastering that? Um, Because I think, like I said, during the last interview, I... I think that's underestimated in, 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 in how mastering those small initial key steps. It's almost like, I think I heard the analogy, you know, laying bricks like perfectly, right? Like the best way to build a house is to lay every single brick perfectly, right? Lay one brick perfectly. Cool. Is it good? Cool. Second one, perfectly. And just do that over and over and over again. And what you have at the end can't really be broken. Right. And so in the same way, just focus on what's in front of you. Stop overwhelming yourself over what's what everyone else has. But um, I think in the midst of that, get guidance, get guidance ASAP, get mentorship. It's just just do it. Don't even there's so much that you don't know. You don't know that you're just you're not only sabotaging your own ability to grow and serve. You're, you're, you're holding a lot of people back. 
you're, you're holding a lot of people back that you could potentially be helping, right? Like I literally think of the students that we've had as clients and I'm like, if we had waited and not like, maybe they like, I'm thinking of all the students we wouldn't have been able to help, right? Who really weren't getting that answer anywhere else. So it's like, like you're basically delaying it for them. So get guidance. Um, someone who's already in business um, and, and, and maybe even feeling like they're kind of reaching the ceiling, that, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. It just means that whatever your strategy was might not be working anymore. Like you, you have to change your strategy. So um, I would say the same thing. Um, find someone that's in whatever that new space is, whether it's someone that has more time. Like for example, you know, for me, like if I, if I'm going to hire a mentor, I'm going to ask myself, what are the things that I'm struggling with now? Maybe, maybe you're like, I'm just too busy. Like I'm trying to figure out a way to like not be as busy and able to have more time to think or more time with family, or if you're single, more, more time to do what I love to do. I mean, it's, it's up to you. Right. And so has, have other people done that? Who are they? Can I figure out what they're doing? Can I pay them to teach me what they're doing? Um, and I think that's the best answer I can give you because it allows you to kind of break through that. Um, and then for pre-PTs, should they have a side hustle? Yes. That's it. So, well, I mean, it teaches you so much. It's a lot more than just making money while in school. Um, it, it teaches you, you know, how to be multiple things, right? Because it's an identity thing, right? It's like, I'm only a physical therapist. And the th- when you have side hustles, you learn to be other things than just a PT student, than just a pre-PT student, than just uh, whatever, right? And, and I think that, that that's part of it. There's a certain level of grind that you kind of have to have when you're in the business game because you're pushing yourself further than most people typically do, right? But you also, at the same time, are financially assisting yourself, right? And with side hustles, you just not, now you start realizing there, there's different side hustle games to play. I can do a side hustle where I'm doing minimum wage side hustle, or I can learn other skills that can help me make even more money. Like we've had students that um, have knocked off $60,000 in their PT school debt based off of what they did through their side hustles while in PT school. Like that, that stuff's not unreal. Like right now we have a student who I'm not going to call her out or nothing. She's in her last year of physical therapy school, but a business that she created while in physical therapy school is bringing her tens of thousands of dollars a month. And that business will also become her clinic. Like right now it's a facility that's seeing clients for training and all this other stuff, but it's so successful. Like she's so scared to actually create a website because of how many clients they're having. She's like, Joseph, we won't have space for more. That's how, and she owns the place. But now when she becomes a physical therapist in a few months, she can now turn it into a clinic and she can see patients. Stuff like that is unreal. Like no, no, nobody thinks of that because a lot of us were taught to wait five years, 10 years after we become clinicians to think about that stuff. That's a load of trash. Like it doesn't work like that. You can do whatever you want. So if you want to learn those skills and you want to say, hey, I want to figure this thing out so that I don't have to basically be stuck financially and you know, have to feel like I'm overwhelmed because I'm having to work a certain level of time and, you know, exchange my time and effort at a certain level in order to get paid enough to take care of my family, especially when you start having kids and stuff like that. Listen, like if you have kids and stuff, $80,000 ain't really that much money. You know what I mean? So it's like when you start changing those, those, those mental tracks and shift how you think, 
then, you know, doors start opening. So yeah, I am so pro side hustles, <laughs> so pro them. Then I'll say it again, side hustles. And you can handle it. Like, you know, and everyone's different. So be aware of kind of, you know, the fact that you, you kind of have to pass your classes and finish school, but don't let anyone tell you that it's impossible. Oh, thank you so much. If I knew what I knew right now, I was, I was hustling through, um, through PT school as a bartender and waiter, like working weekends, missing on New Year's parties with a family, birthdays, like uh, holidays, everything. If I knew then what I know now, I, number one, <laughs> I wouldn't have missed any of those things. Number two, I can almost guarantee that I would have been either completely or at least halfway through paying off my student loans if that was my goal. Easily, 100%. So if, if I'll leave you guys with that. <laughs> Because it's, it, yeah, anyway, you said it, this is your space, your realm, uh, and, and you coach, you know, pre-PTs and, um, and those getting into PT school. So if you're saying it, I believe it. Uh, <laughs> Joseph, thank you so much for uh, being on the show, my friend. Um, I do you mind, you, brother. Yeah, man, 100%. Do, do you mind sharing with the audience where they can, uh, can keep up with you on social media if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? Yeah, um, just Google pre-PT grind or search on any social media platform, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, it doesn't matter. Uh, just search pre-PT grind and you'll find us there and podcast pre-PT grind. Just, you know, we've kept it pretty simple for everybody or pre-PT grind.com, of course, and just reach out to us and uh, myself or Casey, my business partner, uh, will be more than happy to respond to you and answer any questions you might have and uh, we'll go from there. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much for uh, jumping on with me. It was, uh, as always, an honor, a pleasure. Appreciate and you, uh, Yeah, man. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show and uh, hope you got a ton of value out of it as I did. So uh, take care, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.